Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Now, faith demands expression and testimony. Testimony is a part of the faith life. If you want to develop a robust faith, then continually tell what the Lord is doing for you. The more you talk about it, the more real He becomes to you. The less you talk about it, the less real. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagen continues his teaching on In Him. Find out more next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagen for today's message. The majority of Christians, though sincere, are weak. This is because they never really dared confess what God's Word says about them. They have never dared confess that they are what the Bible says they are, that they are who the Bible says they are, and that they have what the Bible says they have. In fact, many Christians maintain a wrong confession instead of holding fast to a right confession. Now, what is a wrong confession? A wrong confession is a confession of defeat, of failure, of the supremacy of Satan. They're always talking about uh, what a time they're having with the devil, what a battle they're having, what all they're going through, how the devil is keeping them from success, keeping them sick, how the devil's holding them in bondage, and so on. And as long as they talk like that, according to what Jesus said, that is what they're going to have. I know folks wouldn't do it if they really knew what they were doing, but that kind of confession is an unconscious declaration that God, our Father in heaven, is a failure. Now, God is not a failure. Defeat is not of God. When you talk about defeat, you're talking about the works of the devil. God did not intend that the church should be defeated. He said that the gates of hell would not prevail against the church, Matthew sixteen eighteen. Well, if the gates of hell cannot prevail against the church, well, that just simply means that Satan cannot prevail against the church. Now, the Word of God teaches us, you notice here, Jesus said, Mark eleven twenty three, Whosoever shall say, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe those things which he saith, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Then here in Hebrews 4.14, again we're told, let us hold fast our confession. Well, you see, someone said that confession is three things. That it is affirming something that we believe that it is witnessing for a truth that we have embraced, that it is testifying of something that we know. Now, faith demands expression and testimony. Testimony is a part of the faith life. If you want to develop a robust faith, then continually tell what the Lord is doing for you. The more you talk about it, the more real He becomes to you. The less you talk about it, the less real. 
Faith is like love. It is of the heart, the spirit. And like love, it lives and finds its joy in the continual confession of it, in the natural. The more a husband and wife confess their love for each other, the more it grows. If you'll notice carefully the life of Jesus, you'll find that from the beginning of his public ministry until he is led to the cross, he is ever confessing who he is, what he is, and his mission in life. For instance, he said, I came forth from the Father and have come into the world. Again, I leave the world and go to the Father, John sixteen twenty eight. Now, this was a fourfold confession. It covers his life from the incarnation to the ascension. One of the boldest confessions Jesus made was, He that has seen me has seen the Father, John fourteen nine. What a bold confession. If you want to see the Father, look on me. Then in John 12, it is recorded that he said, He that uh, seeth me seeth him that sent me. I am come a light into the world, that whosoever believeth on me should not abide in darkness. Verses 45 and 46. Let me say it again. Jesus constantly confessed who he is, what he is, and his mission in life. Yes, someone might say, but that was Jesus. I know. And the Bible teaches that Jesus left us an example that we should follow in his footsteps. You should constantly be confessing who you are. Oh, no, not who you are physically, the son or daughter of John Doe who lives on such and such a street. No, but who you are according to the word of God. That's the confession we're to hold fast to. For instance, 1 John chapter 3, verse 1 and 2, Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Beloved, now are we the sons of God. Romans chapter 8, verse 14, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Verse 16, The Spirit itself, or himself, bears witness with our spirits that we are the children of God, and if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ. We are children of God, sons of God. We are heirs of God, joint heirs with Christ. We joyfully confess our relationship with God. And in what way we are related to him. We are born of God, children of God. He's our very own father. We are his very own children. We dare to take our place as sons and daughters of God and confess that's who we are. Faith demands expression and testimony. Now, so many times people often ask me about studying the Bible. And although I have many suggestions, here is the one I present above all others everywhere I go. Now, my thought is this. Find out what God's Word says about you and make that your confession. As a Christian, as a believer, read through the New Testament, primarily the epistles, the epistles, you see, are the letters written to you, the believer. They're written to the church. As you read, look for all expressions such as in Christ, in him, in whom, through him, and so on. With a colored pencil, underline these expressions. 
You will find most of them in the epistles. Some of these, however, don't exactly tell you something you have in Christ. For instance, Paul greeting in one epistle is, I greet you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. That has the expression in Christ, but it doesn't tell you anything that's yours because you are in Christ. You will also find other scriptures which convey the same message, but do not use the specific phrases in him and so on. Yet they tell you who you are or what you are or what you have because you are in Christ. Now, when you find these scriptures, write them down. Then meditate on them. Begin to confess them. Begin to say with your mouth, this is who I am, and this is what I am, and this is what I have in Christ. For you see, faith's confessions create realities. As far as God is concerned, everything you have or are in Christ is so. He has done it. Everything the Bible says is ours is ours legally. The Bible is a legal document, sealed by the blood of Jesus. However, it is your believing it and your confessing it which makes it a reality to you. God wants us to enjoy and know the reality of what he has provided for us. And his word tells us how to do it. As an example, we see that God has provided the new birth for us. And his word tells us how that provided salvation becomes real to us. Even though we sometimes talk like this, God saved so-and-so last night, we know that from God's viewpoint, he didn't just save that person the previous night. He saved him when Jesus was raised from the dead. The man just accepted his salvation last night. And the redemption God has provided years ago became a reality to him. Hebrews 9.12, notice, Neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood he entered in once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. Jesus never has to do that again. He's already done it. The provision has been made. And Romans 10.10 tells us how we obtain the reality of salvation in our individual lives. Romans 10.10, look at it again. Read the verse again. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. It is always with the heart that man believes, and with his mouth he makes his confession unto when you believe a thing in your heart and confess it with your mouth, then it becomes real to you. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. Uh, one of the books, Faith Food Devotion, you know, we use this with our children. Yeah. And, and, and we got one that's a big book that's got the whole year in it, but mm -hmm. we've got four of the small books yes. like this. And this one, the, for the winter, and it starts off with December 1. 
Okay. It starts out yes. okay. the call, and then it goes to January. See for February. Yeah, that's uh, right. You know, for the winter, for the, the winter, winter months. That's so right. it's all in there. I'll go. It goes through <clears throat> February, and then the March. Uh, the, the next spring one, one. Spring starts. one starts with March. That's right. And that's the way they've broken up. But this is this is a great devotional. Let me go here and see January the one. Here we go. January one. Resolve to grow. That's what it says. Resolve to grow. Resolve to grow. You know, it says. uh, Then it has a little teaching. Yeah, it has a little teaching. And then a confession. And then it has a confession at the end. Just one little page here. Yes. We used to do this with our kids before they went, every morning before they went to school. And then after we did this confession, we would say, okay, Craig. What kind of confession do you need, want to make for your life? Yeah. And we'd say the same thing uh, to Denise, and we'd make our confessions. And so yeah. it's just a good time to have a devotion with your children. Okay, hurriedly going along, my success CD. CD, yes, it's got that's a great one. That's right. On success. <clears throat> and it's got a background music that's upbeat, and it has four songs on it. Okay. And then your CD, A Place Called There, it's yep. a wonderful, yeah, it's a great wonderful CD. CD. And your dad's book, Following God's Plan for Your Life. Yes. Hey, all of that is actually $18.95. It actually should be $36.90. And you're getting it 50% off. Seventeen ninety five. That's right. right. Hallelujah. Well, honey, you can go order it at Rama.org. That's right. You can order at Rama.org. Call toll free one eight 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 Faith ninety nine. Again, call toll free one eight 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 Faith ninety nine. You can also order online at Rama.org. That's R H E M A dot O R G. Rama.org. Or if you prefer to write Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagen on In Him. That's next time on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.